Having patience to stay with it and not just drop it and try something else until the project is finished and you're loving it. It was very typical of that time that the married woman had a tough enough time getting a job and the pregnant woman just didn't have a job at all. Education is fundamental to anything and everything that we do. Hi there, and welcome to Elder Wisdom, stories from the green bench. I'm your host for these bi-weekly podcasts, Aaron Davis, and along with my co-host Lloyd Hetherington, I'd like to give you just a Twitter-length idea of what we do here, or, you know, Cole's Notes, whatever you prefer. Long before this podcast, the Green Bench was created at Schlegel Village's retirement and long-term care homes as a place of, you know, sharing stories, a symbol of elder wisdom where we get to sit alongside a senior, share a conversation, or give and offer advice. When so many of us have just been missing each other, this has allowed a connection with some very special people who have great stories to tell. Now joining me on the green bench as always, and I am so fortunate, is my co-host Lloyd. At 86, he's a Schlegel Villages resident and dad and grandfather, widower, and retired leader and educator. So our guest today is Sherry Necker. She resides at the village at University Gates Long-Term Care in Waterloo. Sherry has a story of sudden illness and what she refers to as her wake-up call. And if you're like us, you'll find yourself inspired, informed, and incredibly grateful that we have this time together today. Well, Lloyd, if we go back two years before you and I had ever met and when the green bench was still traveling around and a real thing instead of this virtual green bench that we so enjoy in our podcast. Two years ago, the world was about to embark on something challenging, dangerous, something that we didn't see coming and certainly had no idea was going to be what it is. And in its way, this is kind of a parallel line to what our guest Sherry was going through as she was about to have a huge change in her life. Sherry, thanks for talking with us today. And I wonder if you could tell us about the time that you were in when you had your stroke. And I realize that you have very few memories of that time. So share with us, if you would, please, what you can remember about your life just before and then what happened, would you? So uh, it was just after my dad died. I moved into a nice apartment and it was beautiful. This part I don't remember. Apparently I was drinking quite heavily Mm -hmm. and I am an alcoholic. Okay, you're in good company, friend of Bill. (laughs) This is a difficult thing for you to do when there are so many parts of it that you don't recall. So let me ask you this. What do they say happened to you? They said that I passed out, and as I was passed out, I had a stroke. Mm. How long until someone was able to find you and get you the care you needed so that you could survive? I heard it was a couple of days. Oh, my goodness. I don't know who found me or how they came into coming into my apartment. I don't know. But they said it was a couple of days. They put me to the hospital. And from there, my family 
once I was able able to leave the hospital, they came to have me sent to University Gates. Okay. I don't remember first coming here, but when I did come here, I was a full Hoyer, which means they had to put a sling underneath me, hook me up to a machine, lift me into the air, and put me into my ch um, wheelchair. Wow. And then I have to wiggle my way in, and they had to wheel me around because I couldn't do anything with my arm. That must have been quite an experience for you. And from there, you've determined to do something about it, didn't you? Yes. Um, once my friend came to see me, uh, my friends didn't know anywhere where I was because they couldn't find me. And uh, they found out where I was that I was in the hospital. My friend came to see me and she said that I was just lying in the bed and I wasn't doing much, just kind of babbling to myself. And uh, when she found out that I was here, she brought her iPad with her. And about a month after I received the iPad, I started to go on YouTube get some exercise videos, and I started doing those videos on my own. Hmm. That is remarkable. What kind of exercises were you doing? I was doing the exercises from them. They would come and uh, tell me what to do with my legs, my arms, and I would be doing that. I could barely move anything at first, but uh, I, I can move my legs and that, and my shoulder is still... About halfway back to normal. I admire your perseverance, just that determination that you you were going to move again. Oh, yeah. That, that is remarkable. I'm still doing my exercise every single day. I, this morning, I did a 40-minute exercise routine. Wow. Wow. And I do anywhere between half an hour to 50 minutes every morning. Remarkable. Remarkable. I admire your determination to say, I'm going to be part of that, that I'm going to go through such a very difficult regime. So your motivation is just fantastic. My nephew is my inspiration in everything I'm doing. Because when he was 18 years old, he was in a very severe car accident that almost killed him. Mm -hmm. And he is now walking with a side that he can't feel. Wow. That is remarkable. And everything I'm doing... It's because of him. Mm. And you, you know what? In time, people are going to be saying, everything I'm doing is because of you, because of your inspiration and your example. Paying it forward is just so important. <laughs> well, eventually, I'm hoping to be an inspirational speaker. And we're going to talk about that. And Lloyd, you've pointed out in our conversation that Sherry's halfway there, isn't she? Very much so. You say you're going to be a motivational speaker. But I want to correct you. You are a motivational speaker even now. You're able to tell the people, here's where I am. Here's what I'm doing. And I have great hopes for the future. So already you are an inspiration. When I heard about your situation, and I have a few niggling problems. I thought, they're nothing compared to what she's going through. If Sherry can handle those difficulties... I can certainly cope with anything that comes my way. So you're, you're already a motivational speaker. I know you have visions for 
an audience of hundreds of people and you're on the platform. Oh, don't scare me here. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll tell you this, that your motivation bit by bit, one by one, is just as important. You change the world one degree at a time, one person at a time. You, you keep that up. And your message came through so clearly that people give up too easily. They call it quits when they should be saying, that's tough, but I'm, I'm going to get through it. Don't you, don't get you, me wrong. I do have my bad days that I'm in tears, but then I do have my good days and I'm great. And that just shows that you are truly human. We need that humanity showing they can conquer adversity. It's yesterday I was actually in tears quite a bit, and today I was fine. Enjoy those good days because they will carry you through the days when things are not so good. And life, life is like that. If, if all was smooth and pleasant, where would the challenges be? <laughs> life is lived one battle at a time, one victory at a time. You keep on fighting there. And one day at a time, as Sherry <laughs> will attest to, right? One day at a time. Well, they say things happen for a reason. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking my stroke was a reason because I wasn't doing anything. I was not thinking of the future. I was just doing what I do and not caring what I eat and eating junk and all this other kinds of stuff. And I had the stroke and all of a sudden everything's changed. The stroke scared me to death. Yeah. Well, that's one heck of a wake-up call. Yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it scared you to death. It scared you to life, <laughs> to living. Oh, yes. It scared you to, to do something. There are far too many people who are scared to death who just uh, switch into neutral and vegetate. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you've been scared into doing something, and that, that that's positive. Every morning I get up, and the first thing I do is I start my exercises. Mm-hmm. No, no thinking about it. I get up, out of bed, and I wheel up to my desk and put my iPad out, and I get my exercise, and I start doing it. What are some of those exercises? Some of the ones that, you know, a lot of us can't get out right now, or, you know, we don't feel as comfortable as we could be in gyms or, or something like that. But what are some of those exercises? Do they involve weights, free weights? Um, what are you doing exactly, Sherry? Some of them do have weights. Um... The people here have loaned me only one pound weights, which I wish I had oh. more, um, bigger ones because the one pound's not going to do much. If you look online, you'll see Caroline Jordan. Um, she's on YouTube. It's all chair cardio I'm doing. And there's also Paul Eugene and his chair cardio I do. I will do one for a couple of days and I'll switch to a different one. That way I'm constantly doing different ones to challenge me to get different parts of my body going. Yeah, there's nothing worse than getting bored with your workout. And that is a big thing that happens with people. And especially when you have a low and slow regimen to get you where you want to be, which is... You want to see yourself walking out the doors of the village, as lovely as it is. And we should point out to people that you are a young woman. Sherry, can you share your age with us? When I had my stroke, I was 51. Wow, and that is young. I am coming up to my 53rd birthday. And you've lost an incredible amount of weight as well. Has this been due to the exercise or just simply eliminating the things that were causing you to carry extra weight prior to your stroke? 
Probably a bit of both. Mm -hmm. Okay. So far, I've lost about 50 pounds. Wow. And I'm hoping to lose another 50 before I start gaining it back with muscle. Good for you. Wow. That is remarkable. Because once they have helped me to where they can't help me anymore, I want to become a amateur bodybuilder. That okay. is a real ambitious goal. Wow. Did you do bodybuilding in the past? I have went to a gym and I started working out with their weights there and I absolutely loved it. But my laziness won. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I'm going to say this. I will win over and get my bodybuilding going. Well, you've already proven that you have the strength and the perseverance. And if I may, when you eliminate alcohol from the picture, there's nothing like a hangover to make you say, I'm not going to do this today. It saps you of your strength and your drive and your focus. And now you've got all those things. You've got this new vision and the support of the team there at the village of University Gates. Can we talk about the PAL program, please? The program for active living because we'd like to enlighten people about it. And their goal is to improve residents' life quality and maximize independence through individualized exercise programming, which means one size does not fit all, and a more active lifestyle. And they started this up partnering with the University of Waterloo and the Faculty of Applied Health Sciences in 1996. And the team is made up of, you're in such great hands there, Sherry, with kinesiologists, exercise therapists, physiotherapists, occupational therapy, and co-op students, everybody on hand just for you to help support what you need in your recovery, rehab, wellness, and fitness. It's a real gift that no one would want to have to receive, but it's there for you when you need it. And that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. They have helped me here in so many different ways. Like I said, when I first got here, I was a full Hoyer. And now, without hanging on, I can actually stand without hanging mm. on to anything. Remarkable. I can't walk without hanging on yet, but I can stand. That is so remarkable after two years that you've found your feet and you can move forward with, with assistance. That is a real breakthrough for you, Sherry. Yeah, my feet are a little numb, but I can walk on them with the help of the high walker. Okay. And they told me today that starting next week, I will be walking to two meals with the high Ooh. walker without using my chair. Wow. Amazing. Another victory for you. You're winning the battles and you're soon going to win this war. Yes, very slowly. It doesn't happen as quick as I hope, but it's, it is coming. You are blessed to be at the Schlegel Village. The Schlegel Village is a, a remarkable philosophy. They look after us in so many ways, the housing, the feeding, and so on. But they don't stop there. They care for us in a totally loving and caring manner, such as the Program for Active Living. And... They have other signature programs as well that are tremendous help to the residents. You are blessed to be part of that. I may not be as far along as I am now if my family had sent me anywhere else. I believe that. So I 
am very grateful for everything they're doing and that they will yet to do for me. Well, you're certainly investing in your own future in doing this because working out or regular physical activity, what you're doing increases your chances of living longer. And people who are active for 150 minutes a week have a third lower risk of premature death versus inactive people. So you have played a huge role in your own future. And there was providence. There was certainly some guidance there that got you into the right place with the right people, too, Sherry. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) I'm grateful for everybody who's helped me so far and who's going to help me in the future. Wonderful. That's a lovely attitude. But you you think so positively. (laughs) What, What was your expression? Never give up on yourself? Push yourself? I did not really care about myself before. Uh-huh. And then I, ca- I came here and found out what happened to me, and I am now fighting for everything I'm doing. Sherry, it has dawned upon you that you're a very precious individual, that you're special, you're one of a kind, there's no one else just like you, and you're now beginning to value who you are, and that makes such a difference. I'm not a person that gives up on anything. And Good. this is showing me that I am not giving up on myself either. That's just the spirit. Never, ever give up. You've got to believe in yourself first because others will not believe in you until you are convinced that you are that special individual, that unique creation. Never, ever give up that view of your importance and how how you are valued by the world around about you, whether you realize it or not. And I'm hoping that I have something to say and will help others. Well, you certainly are today. Tell us about some of the people around you, like when you are getting your therapy or on your way in or out to work on some of the exercises and things. Now, are those mostly in your own suite or is there a special facility? And I wanted to ask you, Who else is there who's going on a maybe certainly never the same journey, but a similar journey to yours? And what kind of strength do you get from each other there? Everybody who's here has their own personal things that's going on. Uh, For me, they have a little gym and they've got different machinery in there. The Mm -hmm. one main machine, I really like it. It's called the U-Step. Mm-hmm. It's very similar similar to an elliptical, and they call it the bicycle. Oh, you just move your legs, and it's it's not too hard on your knees or anything. They've got uh, parallel bars and everything that you may need to use to get back on your feet. And the beauty is that they have expertise there to help you so that you... Do the right movements to improve and not to harm yourself. Absolutely. What they do is they get come up to you and they get to you to do what you need to do, show you what to do. Um, they check to see how far along you are and, okay, change this move to this and that'll help you better. Or do it this way and that'll help you better. Yeah, the assessments in areas of balance and range of motion, mobility, muscle strength, and fine motor skills, it's all part of the big picture. But also the holistic approach that involves 
the resident, you and your family. How has your family been involved, Sherry, since first you were brought through the doors there? Well, uh, my aunt has come to see me a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but my brother's just too busy. I did talk to him a couple of times on the phone. And does your nephew know what an inspiration to you he has been? I actually told him when I was talking to him I'm on Facebook. Good. I told him that everything that I'm doing is inspired by him. Wow. Because of how strong he was when he was going through his hell. Yeah, well, it was, I'm sure. And you've been going through your own But as they say, when you're going through hell, you keep going, right? Yes, in some ways I can be a quitter, but in this I will never give up. What was his reaction when you told him what an inspiration he was to you? What what did he say, Sherry? He couldn't believe that that I told him that he is my inspiration in everything that I'm going through right now. Wonderful. Sherry, you're going to realize in time that you can be such a marvelous inspiration to others in just being yourself. And you say, well, that's just me. I'm just doing what I have to do. And someone else looking on says, what a miracle. What a tower of strength. And you inspire them to no end. So keep on doing what you're doing now and continue to be that inspiration to others, just as your nephew was an inspiration to you. I have told my story on a couple of sites on workout sites on Facebook. Yes, and they have said that I've already inspired them to change their workouts. That is marvelous. Yeah. You just confirmed again, you're already a motivational speaker. So just keep on telling your story, and it will fall on deaf ears sometimes, but others will be saying that's just the message I needed for the time. Someday, once I'm fully recovered, I'm hoping to actually go to homes and hopefully inspire people to fight, to get back on their feet. Or, or if right. if not on their feet, then as close to it as they can. Exactly. Yeah, their best life. Yes. Now, in addition to this motivation of which we speak, though, you've spoken of wanting to retrain as a PSW. And as a PSW, do you have any particular location that you have in mind, Sherry? Yes, I would like to come back to University Gates and give back to others as they have given to me. What were you in your previous life? What was your living, Sherry? I was working as a cashier at Walmart. Yeah. And I was trying to get a business running in dog services. Okay. Uh I will never give up my do- my anything to do with dogs. If anyone wants me to groom their dog or walk their dog, I will be more than happy to do it. Right. But I am now going to take my life to help others. Good. That is a lovely commitment. Do you have a dog now? Not here at University oh. Gates. I did have one, but unfortunately he was 17 years old and I had to put him down. Oh, what a shame. That that would have been a real loss for you. Yes, and I think that's one of the main reasons I was drinking, but my friend told me I was drinking beforehand. I do not remember that at all. Mm, I have right. lost a couple of years of my memory, right. which I don't mind. If I was drinking, I don't mind losing that memory. Mm-hmm. It's the memories of my friends that I'm disappointed that I lost. And now you get a chance to make new ones. I don't want to put too, to gild the lily too much here, but 
the fact that you survived that. And let's talk a little bit about what, because you've got a message you want to share with the Heart and Stroke Foundation down the road as you become this motivational speaker. And we have a message from the Heart and Stroke Foundation to share with everybody because we see the public service announcements. We've heard the acronyms and stuff, but it really, really, it doesn't hurt to remind people that stroke is a medical emergency. And if you experience any of the signs, it can occur when blood flow to the brain is interrupted or reduced and brain cells die in minutes. Actions required immediately. Don't drive to the hospital. An ambulance should get you to the best hospital for stroke care. And there's a FAST acronym. Face, is it drooping? Arms, can you raise both? Speech, is it slurred or jumbled? T, time to call 911 right away. And you act fast because the quicker you act, the more of the person, the more of Sherry you save. So we should all be really vigilant about signs of stroke. Because it can happen to anybody, can't it, Sherry? Yes, it can. And fortunately, we have the myriad programs that Schlegel offers, signature programs that are organization-wide. So it's not just where you are, but they're carefully chosen to represent the quality of life outcomes for residents, like the Michael T. Sherratt Program for Active Living to Improve Quality of Life and maximize your independence. Boy, how important is your independence, Sherry? I'm sure that at one time when you first got there and realized where you were and what had happened, you probably thought, wow, I'm Hoyer for life. I'm, I'm going to be hung up and asking people for help for my entire existence. Actually, when I first got here, I don't remember being a Hoyer. Okay. Um, they told me I was in my mind. I thought I was here before. The mind works in mysterious ways. I thought I was here, was all fixed better, and went home, and then came back. But that was not true. I was here all along. But my brain has it all jumbled up. It's strange. But I'm, I'm here now. I'm grateful that my family has sent me here. Because, like I said, if it wasn't for my family sending me here, who knows where I would be right now. And what have they done to help you with that jumbled brain? Because I, I would imagine, as you say, you're you're very sad about some of the memory loss, especially, you know, the time with your friends and that time in your life prior to your stroke. What can you do or can you do anything to sort of try to retrieve those memories? Or how does that work, Sherry? Can you enlighten us? Uh, I was actually told that I may never get those memories back, mm. but... Though those memories are gone, I'm still here, and I'm going to make new ones and better ones. That's such a beautiful approach. When you lose something, you search for something even better, and you find it because you determine that life is going to go on and it is going to improve. And what once I am fully recovered here, the first thing I'm going to do is rescue a dog. Yay. Right on. Mm-hmm. I will never, ever be without a dog. As long as I can help a dog out, I will help. They're such a wonderful companion. They're just so good for you emotionally. You're on, you're on the right track there. And in our village, several of the residents have pets, and we call them the personal service workers. But instead of personal, we say the pod service workers. <laughs> and they really really do wonders for the residents. 
That is true. I know when I see someone walking down the hallway here with a dog, I I can't resist reaching out and giving it a rub on the on the head and a, a friendly pat. And uh, there's something so special about a pet. I actually have a tattoo behind my left ear that is mm-hmm. dog paws. Ah. And I made them blue because my dog's birthday is in September and the mm-hmm. sapphire is blue. Yes, it uh-huh. is. But I just found out that the sapphire has more than one color. It sure does. You can get them in white and pink and peach. And green. <laughs> yeah. And green is my favorite color. So now I have to find a green sapphire somewhere. Well, good. Make it your reward <laughs> for for your next target. And I hope that this has been rewarding to you, Sherry, as it has to us today, because as another great bodybuilder, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has said, blood, sweat, and respect. The first two you give, you give the blood and the sweat, but the respect you earn, and you most definitely have earned ours today. And we can't wait to help spread your message of motivation, Sherry. Well, thank you very much. Uh I hope I can uh, inspire more people in the future. All right. And if you were going to give some advice to listeners today on this podcast, go ahead. The floor is yours. Don't ever give up on yourself. You are too important. And if you have something to say, say it. Well said. Well said. You have been a real inspiration to me as I face some personal challenges. So if you accomplish nothing else in your motivational speaking, you've done the world of good for me. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you to Sherry Necker for joining us and reminding us that we all have setbacks, but that the important thing is to rise up and move forward. And when you come back, you give back, just as Sherry is planning to do. And I'm going to take a second here to remind you that if you think you might have a problem with alcohol, you can go to aa.org and find a meeting anytime, anywhere in the world. You don't need to use your name or even turn on your camera on your computer. It's really that easy. AA.org. Lloyd and I are so looking forward to our next chat. Donna Duncan, who looks at one of the last isms that's alive and unfortunately well in our society, talking about ageism. She's CEO of the Ontario Long-Term Care Association, and she's got a lot to say you're going to want to hear. Just ask the listeners to her podcast, Coming of Age, Meeting the Needs of Our Aging Population. Please subscribe for additional episodes of this Elder Wisdom podcast every two weeks. You'll be notified just as soon as they're up. Share your thoughts and opinions on social media using hashtag Elder Wisdom to help others to find us on this green bench. And just take a moment to rate and review the Elder Wisdom podcast. If it's easier, go to elderwisdom.ca to find the link. And while you're there, be sure and sign the Elder Wisdom Pledge. On behalf of Lloyd Hetherington, I'm Erin Davis, and we thank you for sharing in these life stories. We'll talk to you again soon, because your seat on the green bench is ready and waiting. Elder Wisdom, Stories from the Green Bench, is brought to you by Schlegel Villages, a complete continuum of care, offering independent living to long-term care, celebrating and honoring the wisdom of the elder. To learn more about us, please go to our website, schlegelvillages.com.